You're listening to Inside Real Estate with Lori Patrick on 980 CJME. Here again, it's Greg Morgan with Lori Patrick. Good morning, Lori. Good morning. Welcome. Lori Patrick of Sutton Group Results Realty. We are going to talk about how the market is and when it comes to selling or buying a home. And of course, uh, everything you need to know, whether you're selling or buying, there is important need to know information. I just want to start maybe with the buyers, how they should be prepared. And I think also realistic in this market, right, Lori? They should be realistic and they should be prepared. Now, by being prepared, the number one job of buyers, number one, get your pre-approval and make sure it's locked down as much as possible. Get your pre-approval. That's your number one job. And they've been, a few of them lately have not been doing their job. Just hone in on that pre-approval too, because pre-approval doesn't just mean going and asking how much you can get at the bank. It literally means a, a document, doesn't it? It can mean a document. Um, the thing with a lot of banks and mortgage brokers is they'll give you your pre-approval. Okay, here's your price range. Everything looks good. But until they have a house to attach it to, to attach it to, they don't go right through that formal process. And that's generally where the hiccups come up. So they don't pull a, a bureau so that, you know, if your credit rating's bad or there's some obscure credit card you forgot about and it's now on there and it's causing problems. Um, so... There's always that little window between you've got your pre-approval, we buy a house, and then you get the formal approval, and that's where the hiccups come up. And that's what has happened to me twice recently, both side, both times I'm on the seller side. That have fallen through. Fallen through for financing. Really? So you would think financing fall-through should be rare, um, but they're not. I mean, they're, they're not common, but there's enough of them that it's an issue. So even if you go and get your pre-approval and they say, yep, you're good to go. You have to know, I would think in your mind, okay, do I have good credit or bad credit? Like a buyer's got to have some sort of sense of whether or not they're going to qualify or if something's going to come up when they start pulling credit bureaus. Because initially they're just looking at your income. They're looking at, um, you know, what what loans you do have, your debt service and whatnot. And okay, here's where you, here's your price range. Go ahead and, and go out. Now, by the time I get you know, buyers are a lot of work, right? So no agent, and myself included, especially, that's one of my first questions. Are you pre-approved before I go out? Because I don't want to spend weeks looking for the proper, you know, the dream home. We find it, negotiate an offer, and then it falls apart. Not No other agents do either. So it's a very common question we ask buyers. But then surprises come up. And when they come up, I'll, I know before that I get that call from that agent, and twice it's happened recently, he's working in the background or she's working in the background. They're trying to switch banks. They're sending their client uh, to pay off some obscure credit card they forgot about that is now ruining their credit rating. They've um, tried to pull in co-signers. They're trying to, by the time I get the phone call, I know they've been busy trying trying to work it out. Yeah. And it's either, Lori, we need an extension because I maybe have one more rabbit I can pull out of my hat over here, or I have to send you a fall through. Lori, you got to do your homework. That's what I'm hearing. And you know, you said it yourself. You know, everyone should know their own credit rating and uh, what they owe. So do your own job. And, and now when the financing isn't an issue and you get to the inspection part of the purchase, um, you got to try to be realistic, don't you? You have to be realistic and you have to be reasonable. I, and I had this happen um, recently uh, a couple of times with, again, I'm on the seller side of both of these where the, these buyers come in and, and the one uh, was, it was a great house and an established location, good location. 
a family friendly, it's popular, but it's a 50 year old house. You loved the 50 year old house. You came through a couple times. You had a good look. You had advisors come through. You like the 50 year old house in the 50 year old neighborhood. Everything's good until it comes to inspection time. And then it seems like these buyers start to waver and backpedal a little bit and well, why isn't the 50-year-old house like the one-year-old house, mm-hmm. you know? And and older homes are maintained to varying degrees, like any other home. A new home can be badly maintained. So, but that is obvious. You can see there's new windows, there's old windows. The shingles look a little curled. The shingles look good. You know, th- these are very obvious upon viewing, yeah. those sorts of things, right? An inspection is designed to look for things you can't see. Right. Uh, or or to bring up things that you might not think about. If you're with an experienced agent, I'm walking through going, okay, those shingles look like they're maybe, you know, a few years left. Those are old windows. These are new windows. Yeah. This is an older furnace. Like These are all things an experienced agent's going to point out to you so that when you make your offer, the offer amount is, is, is based on the knowledge. Yeah, and, and not to grind out the small issues. And uh, you had a recent listing, too. Uh, I think it was a great house. It was priced well, and it was an estate sale. And, and the family uh, didn't live here, right? They wanted it sold quickly. And uh, right. tell me a bit about this story. This was an interesting one. Well, yeah, so they, they the family doesn't live here. It's an estate sale. They're traveling from another province to come and move out the house and get the house ready for, for showing and listing. We get it on the market, and my directive was, Lori, just get this sold. So we priced aggressively, um, and I priced it kind of anticipating we're going to get a lot of action, we're going to get a lot of showings, and I won't be surprised if we get multiple offers and therefore sell over list price. And that's exactly what happened. We got four offers. Within about 24, 48 hours, I had four offers. We picked the best one, and then we're just waiting for, for the buyer to go through their inspection phase, which they did. And everything went pretty well. And then the agent contacted me and said, okay, it all went really well, but there was one minor item that they want uh, to get a quote on. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, that's your, you go get your quotes, but you know how much action was on this house. I've still got three offers sitting on my desk and I can resurrect one of them, I'm pretty sure. So we're probably not going to be renegotiating. Agent says, yeah, okay, I understand completely. And so they go and do it. Do the, get their quote, and she comes back to me uh, a couple days later and says, okay, well, they do want compensation. The quote for this minor item was about $400, a little over $400. As, as she's ta- having this conversation with me, I am reaching over for one of these offers that's sitting on my desk thinking, are you coming back to me to renegotiate $400 when we had four solid offers on this property and your client got it? Now, I'm not, the agent likely said this to their client, and they probably said something like, well, can't we just try? Well, sure, you can try, but now you've kind of, you know, because the seller's just going to be annoyed, right? Yeah. And if even if I wasn't in a, hey, we beat three other offers and we got, we, we got it, even if I wasn't in that situation, after a home inspection, if a buyer's starting to nitpick little items, and this wasn't even a, a necessary item, it was just an extra in the house that, um, of course, the family doesn't know it wasn't yeah. working, but it's not... Any, in any way important to the running of any mechanical systems. And, and they want $400. And so, I mean, I'm going to the seller and I, I, you know, this is up to you, but in my opinion, I would tell you to just say no. And that's yeah. what the seller said. They said, no, wow. we're not renegotiating. And we went back to the buyer and they said, they said, fine. And that was the end of the discussion. But the fact that we had the discussion 
was just kind of some buyers. If you think you're going to negotiate every little nitpicky thing on an inspection and on a used house, it, you're not being reasonable and it doesn't help the relationship with the seller. Yeah, it sounds like, well, there you go. That That's the moral and uh, the summary of our first half here is uh, don't be nitpicky, <laughs> be reasonable and lock your financing in before you even begin the entire process. Do here. your job, get your yeah. financing. All right. And you can help out anyone inquiring where they start that, right? Oh, by, absolutely. Uh, by I simply have... calling, right? Yes, absolutely. I can guide them. 306-591-5192. Lori Patrick, my guest. It's Talk to the Experts. I'm Greg Morgan. Uh, the website is lorisells.ca. Sell, she does. We're going to be back with more from Lori of Sutton Group Results Realty in just a moment. And in round two, we want to talk about the spring uh, market here, how it's heating up. And uh, buyers, there's more to... Uh, more knowledge that you need, too, about pre-approval and uh, much more. Coming up on Talk to the Experts with Lori Patrick. You're listening to Inside Real Estate with Lori Patrick on 980 CJME. Hi, everyone. It's Greg Morgan back here again with Lori Patrick of Sutton Group Results Realty. And uh, most certainly, if you're ever interested in uh, talking to Lori, you can visit her website, lorisells.ca, or call 306 591 5192. Lori, this Saturday morning, let us uh, jump into the market right now. How do you see the Regina market? We're heating up. It's busy. There's there's uh, competing offers coming back out. The inventory is still right in and around that low 900s, high 800s, which is still a little low, and we have active buyers. So it's it's we're back to a little bit of a fast pace. We had a little bit of a lull after all the interest rates, but we seem to be over that. I'm curious about uh, that inventory too. Like where did the majority of the houses fall? And does that include condos, by the way? It does. I, okay. I always, you know, a couple times a day sometimes, I well, maybe once a day, I'm checking what's my number, yeah. right? And it's everything. It's all inventory. It's all styles. It's all price ranges. That just gives me a little bit of a, a, a heartbeat on it. Most of them are going to be single family. Yeah. Two-thirds in, in of this, them. In this market, what is, is there an average price that people are looking for in a home or is it... Uh, from low end to high end, or right. is there a, a middle ground right now? I mean, our average sale price is in the low three hundreds, um, but the you know it just depends on your buyer. Yeah, the the lower priced inventory, and it's not you know I would say anything under four hundred, under three fifty. Those te- those right now, that market's hot. They're going pretty quick. Okay, and uh, you know, often if you're selling a home and you're thinking to yourself okay it should sell really quick but the inventory is so low but that's not always the case and uh you have some reasons why that is it it isn't always the case and and so seller's job like buyers is to get their pre-approval seller's job is to price well and sometimes it appears that you are priced well and you're still not getting offers you're not getting even a lot of showings and so buyers then and even agents and i was guilty of it this week um will say well what's up with that house why is that still sitting there but buyers will phone me and say and whether it's my listing or it's my client it's my buyer client and they're looking around on the market and say, what's wrong with that house and that's their first question why is that still sitting on the market what's wrong with that house well there might be nothing wrong with it mm-hmm. you know we'll have to go look at it but even agents will fall into that i went out uh, uh, this week to price a house I'm going to list. And so before I go, I take a little like immediate snapshot of the area. What's just sold, what's on the market. And I notice one uh, listed that's a pretty good comp, similar size, next crescent over. And it's been sitting for quite a while and it's priced lower than where I think I should be going in with my mm-hmm. seller. 
And so I do the same thing. I send the agent a text. What's up with that house? And this is agent to agent, like shorthand communication. So I'm just kind of, he knows what I'm asking. I'm, you know, is it structural? Is it haunted? You know, not (laughs) asking that, but he knows what I'm saying. And I'm saying, tell me a story. Why hasn't this sold? What's happening? Now, every agent has had a listing like this where the numbers on paper, it looks like you should be sold. Why hasn't it sold? The the idea that it always comes down to price, it does generally, but there are those houses where you think, this is a great house. And this is what he tells me about this particular one. He said, I don't know. We, we've had showings, we've had yeah. interest, but we don't have any accepted offers. And sometimes agents will tell me, well, there's a structural problem or we sold right away and then they fell it through and lost momentum. So I, I don't know sometimes why they're sitting there, but the buyer's first question will be, what's wrong with it? Laurie Patrick of Sutton Group Results Realty with me here. And so it's a bit of a head, scr- head scratcher sometimes. Uh, you mentioned though, how you connect with other agents about homes. And that's one of the pluses of uh, dealing with you, Lori, is that you've been doing this a number of years and the connections are key and it's all above ground, right? That's the other thing, you know, just the perception, if it's out there that, uh, you know, am I really getting all the facts? You truly are because the market is that tight. It's a very competitive market. And you yourself know that, uh, hey, honesty is always the best policy, both as a seller purchaser and doing what you do. Oh, exactly. And and so you're right. The relationships between agents were, were competitors, but we're very uh, cooperative. When I call, contact that agent to ask about that house, I know he's going to tell me because there's no point in not telling me the truth because yeah. if I go to see it, I'm going to see it for myself. But he he's going to give me what what's up with it and probably be more frank than he would just, uh, you know, a, a buyer call, random buyer yeah. call. But the thing about buyers, which is a head scratcher to use your term, is they don't like competing and, and they don't like pressure and making decisions quickly. Yet if a house is sitting on the market, and they can take their time and they don't have to compete, they're immediately suspicious. So it's like they don't like the pressure of competing, but yet if not, if there isn't a lot of competition around this house, there must be something <laughs> wrong with it. It's a bit of that, oh, it's too good to be true, Lori. Where's the, where's the, where's the hiccup? Well, there isn't maybe. Let's yeah. go look at the house. I'm curious, too, just from uh, you know the fact that, okay, inventory is a little lower. Um, you know, higher-priced homes seen in certain subdivisions and – uh, there might only be half a dozen homes in some that are, shall we call it, a little higher uh, subdivision than than the the, the middle. Uh, if there's only a few homes and you tell us that the market is dictating the price, well, if I'm a homeowner in a market that thinks, okay, my house is easily uh, worth more fifty grand more than what this market is dictating right now because there's only five homes in the area, uh, is there any fault to that? Uh, there's no fault to that, but when you get into those extremely high-end priced homes, uh, that high-end market, there's much less buyers. Yeah. So you you just don't have the the influx of people through the door. Um, you can and and a lot of those homes too, while they're co- comparable, when you get into the you know the eight nine hundred plus homes, they're different. So to yeah. to compare one to the other, they're a different style, they're different quality, they're different. You know, one of them. Will, back green one of them won't right but there's less buyers and let's talk a bit about the buyer right now it's 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 a lot to dive into the market right now you have to go through the stress test and who is buying who are the buyers right now what are they telling you and experiencing in this market because let's face it you know inflation hasn't gone down as much as we'd like it there's rumblings in june there could be another uh, hike in the interest rate it's a lot to think but well what do you tell someone who is just unsure of what to do right now well first go get yourself pre-approved and also buy in a price range because a lot of times the banks will pre-approve you pre-approve you for more than you're comfortable with payment wise right Mm -hmm. you qualify but once you do the math you know dial it back so what we can do is 
is if you give me a range, I'll give you kind of what is available in your range and we'll start looking there. You know, the other thing after your pre-approval is just get your feet wet. Just call me and dive in. Go look at some homes. Because sometimes they discover, oh, this isn't the style I like. Maybe I can spend a little more or maybe I don't have to spend as much to find something that I like. Yeah. I do have, you know, coincidentally the last week or so, and I'm they're both coming into town in the next few days, is out-of-town buyers. I've got two BC coming in, people moving, well, both moving back from yeah. BC, which is nice to see. And, and that uh, leads to uh, how important it is if, you know, you think, oh, I'll, I'll wait the market out. Uh, I, I'll make more money in a year, maybe two years. <laughs> but you're you're right. There are buyers that just appear. And, they do. You know, your house sells because of that opportunity sometimes. So it is a good time to sell your house. It's always a good time to sell your house. And, and, and buyers appear all the time. There's always buyers. And for those thinking that, oh, well, I think the market will be better in six months or I'll wait it out. It'll be better next year. You can't predict the market generally. I mean, there's some overall general forces that could maybe guide you in a certain way, but I've been doing this 30 years and I can't tell you what it's going to be like in six months. Okay, well, look, it's it's not officially summer yet, but now is a good time. You don't want to, you're probably getting the dog days of summer. Everyone's on holidays in August, but now is a good time to to make that call to you, isn't it? Now is the perfect time. Yep. And now is absolutely the perfect time. Uh, We're ramping up lots of buyers and inventory still on the low side. Okay. All right. From condos, what about cabins? Are cabins a big deal? Are people still looking for cabins? You seen any come up? Yeah, we have actually. I Coincidentally, I did have a call from a client uh, come out. I'm going to go look at theirs uh, probably early next week. So you got some uh, a really a good variety of inventory coming up. I do. Yeah. From, you know, lower end or the, you know, the more awesome. economical homes right up to the high end. Okay. Well, then you should uh, check out lauriesells.ca or give Lori a call and interview her at 306-591-5192. Nice catch up there, Lori. Always great to have you here. Thank oh, you. Oh, thank you, Greg. Lori Patrick. Give her a call. 306-591-5192.